Happy Tuesday, everybody. August 9, 2022, and welcome to episode number 378 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here on this glorious Tuesday of the first preseason game week. The Steelers are in preparation for their first preseason contest this Saturday at 7 p.m. against the Seattle Seahawks. Life is good, and I'm so excited that you are joining me here today. In today's show, going to talk a little bit about Jalen Warren, his history, and what he's been showing in camp and why there is a lot of buzz generating around him. We're going to talk about some personnel moves that were made, including one undrafted rookie free agent being cut and a outside linebacker being signed. And then we'll also do a quick roundup of news occurring in the NFL. Before I get into that, my gratitude to all of Yin's beautiful studians for being supporters of the site. Would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. Comment directly on the articles. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. So let's make that happen. All right. So wanted to spend some time talking about Jalen Warren and there's no secret this year that there is murkiness surrounding the quarterback position and not just because Ben Roethlisberger departed after 18 years because you could argue the past few seasons weren't great for Roethlisberger he had limited mobility but the reason I say it's murky is because nobody's proven nobody's established we don't know what they're going to bring to this team whether it's Mitch Trubisky Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, it doesn't matter. There's not that sense of confidence going into the season with the offense with any of these three. And until they show something, the emphasis is going to be on the running game. And really, this is Najee Harris's team. Beyond Najee, Benny Snell is going to be his backup. I call him power but a plotter. He is not a fast guy whatsoever. You've seen that over the last few seasons. But he's going to be the guy who's physical and just comes in and wears down the defense. And then beyond Snell, Anthony McFarlane. Again, I I own the criticism I have provided to McFarlane this past year. He's had a great camp so far, finally showing that speed, showing some hands and showing that he can play the position. Hopefully he could stay healthy and all that continues to come together for him as training camp moves on. But one player who has caught the attention of the coaching staff, especially Mike Tomlin, is undrafted rookie free agent Jalen Warren. And he is generating conversation for sure right now with the coaching staff of do we keep four running backs? When you look at Jalen Warren, he played his high school football in Utah. And get this, his senior year of high school, the dude ran for three thousand and ninety nine yards think about that for a minute three thousand and ninety nine yards in one season and oh yeah 38 touchdowns his junior year 1984 yards so you're talking in two years of high school football we're not even talking sophomore freshman year junior and senior year warren rushed for 5083 yards now Utah may not have Pennsylvania high school football type talent or Texas high school football type talent, but anytime you're rushing for 
over 5,000 yards in two seasons. It's pretty darn impressive. And then in terms of his college career, he jumped around a bit, went to a junior college, then to Utah State, and then he finished his final year at Oklahoma State. So he only spent one year there. And that year with Oklahoma State, he ran for 1,216 yards, 11 touchdowns. But what what is really impressive is that in one year, he made such an impression on the coaching staff that he was made a team captain. That shouldn't be overlooked because if he has that type of influence and impact on the players and coaching staff, that says a lot about his character. The other thing to keep in mind, too, about Warren is during that single season at Oklahoma State, he had 11 carries for 20 or more yards. And the reason why I bring that stat up is because that's really what characterizes his running style. He's a bursty guy. He's not big. He's often described as a bowling ball. But he's got that jump cut where he picks the hole, makes the cut, boom, he's gone. And that's really one of the things that's been catching the eyes of the coaching staff in camp is just his overall play. Mike Tomlin said about Warren, he has an appetite for competition. That's a good thing. He's learning and learning fast. I think the most significant thing that has captured my attention is that he seems really comfortable in these waters from a competition standpoint. So even though Tomlin is talking about Warren, this this in no way cements the fact that he's going to make the 53-man roster, and that's not what I'm arguing. But what I am saying and what this does indicate that he does have the attention of the coaching staff, and if he continues to stack good days on good days and has a solid performance against the Seahawks, the team is going to have a difficult decision to make. The other thing that I'll mention about Warren is that he's also been acknowledged for his pass protection and his willingness to seek out contact. When I was visiting camp the other day, that was brought up a few times. Man, did you just see that block that Warren made in the backfield and pass protection? So he is doing it all. He's running the gamut of showing the skills and abilities to succeed at running back. And again, if he can make some noise this Saturday against the Seahawks, rush for over 50 yards, get a touchdown, catch a few passes, hold up well in pass protection, then the Steelers are going to have to have a conversation of, do we keep him on the 53? The easy thing to say is he's going to be slated for the practice squad. And I think if he continues like this, that's what's going to happen. But if he really shines, and like I said, continues to stack positivity on positivity, the team has a very difficult decision to make. Now, anytime you're going to keep an additional player at a position, you have to cut from somewhere else. And that's the whole difficulty of roster management. So we will have to see how this all plays out. But this coming Saturday against the Seahawks, a guy that you should pay attention to and watch, Jalen Warren, running back out of Oklahoma State. In Steelers news from yesterday, the team signed free agent outside backer Rondell Carter. He is out of James Madison. He was originally signed as an undrafted rookie free agent by the Cowboys following the 2020 NFL draft. He's bounced around to a bunch of teams. Uh, in a corresponding move, the team released TD Moultrie, who was injured. He was an undrafted rookie free agent. Carter, more than likely, is just a can't body being brought in for some snaps for somebody for the offense to go up against. I mean, let's be honest, this guy is not going to stick with the team. 
but that is a move that they made on Monday. In the NFL, not much going on. We see that Justin Tucker got paid the kicker for the Ravens. Oftentimes when you hear about kickers being discussed, it's Justin Tucker's number one. And Chris Boswell has somehow entered that conversation. He is no way near the caliber of Justin Tucker. He's up there. But Tucker just signed a four-year extension with the Ravens worth $24 million, $17.5 million guaranteed. He's got the longest field goal record in the NFL, 66 yards. And he's a stud. And unfortunately, the Steelers have to play him twice a year. So he did sign a four-year extension. And that is a quick update in the NFL. And studyings. That's going to do it for this Tuesday episode of the study session. Again, Tuesday, August 9th, we are rolling along. We are so close to that first preseason contest. It is almost here. I am so excited for you to be able to watch that, enjoy that with your family and friends. I know that I can't wait. Before then, let's connect. You know how to do it. Comment directly on the articles. Hit me up via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter. Give me a holler. I would love to connect with you guys. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. There's a new episode up. It is linked in the show notes. Check it out. Share it with your family and friends. Don't forget that The Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Get daily updates to your feed. And then finally, the donut button, the donate button on the site. If you enjoy what I do, if you appreciate my work, please, any type of donation would be Tremendously appreciated as it would help go to site costs as this is a completely free site. So if you want to donate, you know that I will be tremendously grateful to Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies. And remember, you're going to have a great week. I've just got this feeling that something positive, momentous, outstanding, extraordinary, splendid is going to happen for you and your family. I don't know what it is, but something good is coming your way. I know it. I can feel it. And I hope you feel that too. And oh yeah, Steelers football on Saturday. And as I always say to close out the show, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.